The following podcast is a production of Hardly Awesome Studios in association with the network. Find us at BICBP-radio.com. You are about to embark on a journey. It is hardly awesome. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to a brand new episode of Out of the Shadows Takes Over the Hardly Awesome Podcast. Oh, man. I'm one of your hosts, Chris Chavez, joined as always by Jill. What's going on, Christopher Chavez? Yeah, the Hardly Awesome fans aren't used to listening to this intro. No, not at um, all. They're used to listening to us do when Anthony's not here, they listen to us do other things like the history show or or I think we've even done regular yeah. Hardly Awesome. Yeah, we've done a regular one. But this time we're not. We were supposed to do something special today. Yes, and I'm disappointed because I was really That's what looking I was starting forward with. to it. I was starting I was with. prepping how, for it last night. How disappointed I am by this. <laughs> because what we were going to do, I've been wanting to do it for a long time now on one of my podcasts. I didn't care which, but I've just been wanting to do where I get a bunch of people together mm-hmm. and we do a table read of a script. The, the inspiration I got during the pandemic when I saw all these like celebrities and YouTube shows Fast times. And, and, um, and podcasts would put on these, these things for, for charity and they would just mm. do live readings over Zoom and you'd watch them all do it. You know? yeah. And that's, I mean, I literally spent hours watching some of these ones where all these people come on to do a reading and it was a good oh, time. Because they read through it like it's a full movie, man. And they have a good time with it. Yeah, they have fun, yeah, yeah. They laugh. They just they have a good time, and so I thought I want to do that. So, what movie can we do? Um, I have a bunch of scripts ready to go because mm-hmm. I want to do Scream. Mm-hmm. I always wanted mm-hmm. to do Scream. Um, I wanted to do Halloween. I wanted to do Nightmare the on Elm Shining. Street. There's the I don't know about the Shining. We were I feel planning like the that Shining, at one point, though. Yeah, but if you think about it, would that it's lend an atmosphere? Well yeah, you can't to the, do that. It's, a, a, it's more read. of an atmosphere. You got to watch the movie. I don't know if the script translates yeah. good as it is. I think as I think what helps for a table read is something that's got a a bunch of people, like uh-huh. a bunch of cast, right? Oh yeah, yeah. So I've always wanted to do that, and I said, you know what? Let's for fun, and because it's hardly awesome, it only makes sense that the three of us do a table read of a script, do a mm-hmm. screed all the way through. With just the three of us doing all the characters throughout the film, because that's just hardly awesome. That's how yep. we do it. Yep. And we had it planned. Mm-hmm. We were gonna do it. Yep. Print, and printed it out. 1978's Halloween. John Carpenter. Deborah. Deborah. Uh, Deborah Hill. Deborah Hill. Where is it? Over there. I was trying to pull it out real quick. Um. And no. Hmm. Couldn't do it. It is disappointing. What happened? It is heartbreaking. What happened? What happened is, um, well, we went to breakfast this morning, and we were we were missing we oh, were missing a body. We sure were. Yeah, yeah. So, I don't know what you what you what you want to say about that, but yeah, we waited, mm-hmm. and we waited, and waited, and we waited, and nothing happened. Nope. And you said, "Should I call him?" I said, "No, no, no." I said, "Listen, he had his mom's Halloween party the night before. Mm-hmm. It was going to be late." I said, "One of two things happened." Okay. It's that he went to the party and he went too hard or 
he didn't plan to, to make sure he got up in the morning. He didn't set an alarm. Mm-hmm. And so we waited and waited and waited. And we said, we're going to go. We're, we're hungry. We're going to go eat breakfast. We did. Mm-hmm. So we said, It was nice because I had quite a bit of elbow room today, man. So, <laughs> <laughs> I said, let's go. Let's go. Let's just go get something to eat. He'll meet us there or he'll text us whatever while, while we're there. So we went. We started eating. And we still got nothing. We had conversations. We had a mm-hmm. good time. Um, it was interesting today because it's so close to Halloween. I think, did you see those people that came in that had the Fright World stuff on? Like, you could tell she still had her leftover makeup on. Oh, yeah, face. I saw them. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, so that, it was cool. Like, there was a little bit more people there. Um, we should have had them come over to the table and just sat down and talked about working at a haunted house. That would have been cool. Kyle Ranny. Do you know Kyle? He does the, uh, the 716 Wings, the Wings show. No, I can't say I do. Um, he used to he, actually. This is the last year they're doing it. He runs a haunted house at his house. Oh, really? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So, um, if you ever want to get him, we could bring him on to Out of the dope. Shadows to talk about what it's like running a haunted house. Yeah. But yeah, dude. So we waited. We ate breakfast. We said, "All right, well, we'll start heading back." Right. We head back. Now I'm going to pull the curtain back a little bit here. Right. This show is a produced show, which mm. means obviously. I don't sit here live while we're recording and, and hit uh, the music for the in-between segments. I don't... No. I don't that's sit. all put in after the fact. Yeah, after but. the fact, right? So when we have our Bill segment, we record with Aaron first. We talk to her first, we record it, and then we do our show. And then I plug it in later in the middle. Yes. Right? So we were waiting. We said, you know what? Let's... Because you said to me, you're like, should I text him? I'm like, no, don't text him. So he... Listen... This is what it is. Mm-hmm. It is what it is. Mm-hmm. We've been here before. Mm-hmm. We said it till we're blue in the face. It is what it is. Yeah. So let it be. Let it be. Whatever it is, it is. But what we had planned for today sucks because we can't do that now. Mm-hmm. And it was going to be a good time. I said, all right, so we'll have to think on our feet. We'll pivot real quick. What are we going to do? So this is what you're getting. You're getting Out of the Shadows takes over Hardly Awesome Podcast. Whether you like it or not, if you don't yes. like it, I'm too damn bad. Because as you can tell, Anthony still didn't get here in time to start the show. No. No. But you know what? He's here now. Yes. He walked in. He but did. guess what? He's just got to sit there and listen to us do the show because Out of the Shadows took over Hardly Awesome Podcast. So what we're going to do today is we're doing Out of the Shadows. Okay. How are you feeling about horror movie stuff? I'm do you want to do the Halloween script real quick? Dated. Just you and me? Back and forth? <laughs> <laughs> That'd be really confusing. I think we'll, you need at least three we'll, people. We'll give, we'll give, okay, we'll let him be the shape. He'll be the shape. <laughs> and he gets to breathe. He just does all... No, not even breathe. Because you don't really hear that till <laughs> post when you're filming it. You know what I mean? Like, they don't do it Doing the, the, the editing of the sound, the yeah. sound design. Yeah. So... Um, <laughs> No, yeah, dude. So we're going to talk stuff like that. But I had one thing I wanted to bring up that oh, okay. I found kind of fascinating. Okay. And you know what? If we have Out of the Shadows listeners here, they'll know what I'm talking about. Um, so you have a weird relationship with found footage films. Oh, I do. I do. I <laughs> do. And it's a- funny you say that because of um, this film I had to watch yesterday for our 31 Days of Halloween. Oh, is it found footage? Yes. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes. Okay, cool. So I, th- I say that because you, you have a very strong reaction to them in terms of mm-hmm. like you, you say you're not a fan. No, thank you. For the Whatever. most part, yeah. But then there's times where you're just like, oh, I got to see that. And I'm like, why would you want to have that <laughs> reaction to something that you're not a fan of? 
Like I'm uh, not a fan of Game of Thrones. I don't see the new series like trailers and go, "Oh, I got to see that." Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Um What is it that makes you like is there is there something like you're holding out hope like one's going to hit you the right way so you see a trailer and it looks a certain way so you're like no, typically what it is, typically what it is, is I hear more than just seeing the trailer. Oh, you hear like, I'll, I'll see the trailer, I'll know what that is, but then I'll hear things in the community that is like, oh, I really want to check that out because I'm hearing good things about it. When you say the community, it's not like you go out into the neighborhood. It's, and I canvas talk- people door to door. <laughs> you're talking the horror community. Yes. So like you're yes, seeing it yes. on, on horror publications. Social medias and articles and things like that. Yeah. Do you follow many uh, horror social media accounts? Yeah, yeah, more so on, mostly on ours. Oh, on X. Yeah, is where okay. I see because because it's a lot of like they'll post links to their their news articles and stuff that's coming up. Oh and, yeah, um, yeah. And and you know their rank lists of the best ten whatever blah 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 because that's where that's probably I think the first time I ever saw like Mungo was on one of those lists like oh, okay. oh like one of the scariest movies it's great and then for those who don't you know haven't listened to our other episode we talked about it on there and I was very very let down with that movie so I don't know how. Yeah. I don't know how well I can see how because it is a slow burn. And like I said, there was a couple of times where there was twists and turns that they threw into it that felt like too much. It was like, okay, you're putting too much into the film now. Yeah. Like you're trying too hard with the twists. There was a couple that were very good. And yeah, it was like, I don't okay, know. that was cool. But just didn't do it for me. No. Which is fine. Not everything is going to, but Yeah. But yeah, typically it's that I see something more than just a trailer. So what what found footage film for you? Is a good one where you're like, oh, I'll watch that again. Blair Witch Project, the first one. Oh hell yeah, really? Absolutely. Is that the only one that hits that um, way? Um, it's one of the only ones. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't. There, there. I don't know. I be honest with you, I really can't think of another one. Not a fan of the VHS series. That that's the exception to the rule, and. and is for it, what it's worth, I kind of look at those and I don't consider them found footage, even though I know that's what they are. So they're anthologies, but made it's up because of found they're anthologies. Yes, that's okay. what that's what their redeeming grace is for me. Okay. So you like that? Yes, I like those. Okay, but for the most part, like even Paranormal Activity, the first one, like I saw it and I was like, oh, this was creative, this was good. Still don't want to make me go back and watch it again. Have you seen it again since you first saw it? Maybe, but not. I haven't seen it in a long time. Like really time. sitting down to watch it. And yeah, absorb I haven't it. seen it in a long time. Oh, uh, we should do. We should. I think we said we were going to do that. A paranormal activity stretch for for uh, out of the shadows. But even like as above, so below. People love that fucking movie. Right? I never saw it, and I'm like, uh, okay, it's cool. I like yeah. the setting. I like it's the catacombs my, in Paris. Yeah, but, it's on my list. I, I okay. had it on my list to see. I haven't. I just haven't gotten to. There it was yet. another one I watched recently called The Pyramid, and that was kind of. I don't think I know what it is. I was like, uh, okay, this is not what I was sold, but okay. Mm. Yeah, just don't do it for me. All right. The reason I say that is because we have something we're talking about here in a little bit, and, and there's found footage that, that comes into that conversation. But yeah, but yeah it was funny to me because, because, again, I think that was one of the things. We talked about the Blair Witch as well, and you were talking so like – Highly? You, yes, highly with such reverence for that film, and it made me think, I thought you didn't like – no, that's like the films. one exception, really, to the rule. It really how, is. how old were you when you first saw that one? Well, I was older. Were you? Um, yeah, I don't even remember the first time I saw it. I really don't. But do you? Oh, you don't remember if it was in a theater or if no? It I know, was, I know, it wasn't in the theater. I wasn't. Not, I wasn't right. that young. No, <laughs> I would have been knows, like seven dude, years old. Dude. Who knows? I would. That would have been a scary. Fu- and here's the thing, I'd though. Bring my kid. If, if I'd have seen that movie at seven years old, I would. I camped every single year for a week with my family every single summer. So I don't know if I would have been able to handle that movie at that age, man. <laughs> okay, how about this? 
after you saw it for the first time, how did mm-hmm. you feel camping? Did it freak you out at all or no? No, not more so any more than I usually get. No. Just because I have a I have a fear of I don't want to say I have a fear of the dark. I have a fear of the unknown because I don't know what's out there in the so dark. So you don't have a fear of the dark. You have a fear of what's in the dark. Yes. Yes. I like it. Uh, so I automatically get that already. And it's not anything that's like debilitating, but it's like this this thing in the back of this itch I can't scratch in the back of my head. And I'm like, well, just be on alert. Just be careful. Just, just know. It's Keep weird. your eyes peeled. It's weird that you say it's this feeling in the back of where, like the back of your skull. It's not really. That's just the oh. metaphor that I'm giving. Oh. It's just like, but there it's like a, a little f- thing. It's just like in the background, you know? It's, it's not in the forefront. I'm not like, holy fuck, dude, my heart's beating. I'm yeah. racing. I got to get the fuck out of here. It's just this little thing in the background, this little, this little like yeah, but alarm. When it's, when it's there, say you're there in the dark, right? Uh-huh. You're out there and you're feeling it. When you actually have a physical feel to it, and I don't mean like sweating or uh, your pulse racing. No, but like a sensation. A sensation, yes. right? Where does it come from for you? Um, is it in your stomach where you're yeah, starting it's more to feel so, something? It's probably more so in my chest. Me, it's a while, it's along the back of my spine. This oh, feeling yeah, of like, yeah, yeah. Almost like a like a, a cold sensation that's starting okay. to slowly squeeze it and have a okay. tick. There's a slight tickle feel to it, but it's scary feeling. See, if that, mine, if that makes sense. Mine, mine starts. Mine goes in right away for the anxiety aspect of it. Oh, you yeah. know, but It'll it's but it's yeah. not bad enough. Like I said, that it's debilitating. It just lingers there in the background, so it's like a little flashing red indicator light that says just be aware dude debilitating <laughs> because i'll be out there i'll be out there and like i'll hear something because I, I was hiking up the side of mount st helens right okay and all of a sudden i'm going up there and there's a lot of snow but i'm still thinking my mind goes i got a fucking horror film horror fan film right uh, a mindset so my mind automatically goes to worst case scenario and i'm like oh fuck dude what if i run into a bear man and as i'm walking and all of a sudden i hear things and i'm like Ooh, dude. So I, I keep a big knife in my backpack. So I make sure I had it out and it was sitting in my, my waistband in case I needed it. Completely irrational. I probably didn't need to think like this, not, but not it's even. like Let me ask that anxiety. I would think that way too, especially with bear attacks, dude. That's oh, like I know, they're on man. the rise, if oh, you've not noticed. I know. I know. Um, well, that's the thing. When you keep you know encroaching on nature, they have nowhere else to go. No, I know. So my question to you is, is in real life, yeah. You come across well. We don't have grizzly out here. What, no, we have, we have black bear. Bra- do we have brown bear? Out I don't here? think so. No, no. I think we only got black bear. See, black bear typically don't attack. No, they typically it's will brown, take off. It's the browns, the the Kodiaks, the grizzlies that you really want to be careful. Yeah, with. the blacks, the black bears are the ones that typically, when they see you, they they're afraid. They're just going to run away, and you can scare them enough. Like you should be able to, unless there's a mama with cubs. Like at those least, are the ones that are hard to fight off. At least the ones in the areas that you and I would encounter them in, because yes. it's typically areas where they're more acquainted with people yeah they're around people so they they typically don't bother them so yes true true um but so knowing bears right yes say it was a bear that would attack you say yeah, a yeah, brown yeah, yeah. bear got yeah. loose right yep you're five nine five, five eight ten, five eight yes this thing's gonna be about six something right oh okay yeah yeah right? yeah and when it swings its paw <laughs> yeah that that you've seen the size of these things, right? Like, oh yeah, they're like it's like a monster, it's, it's like a, man. It's like a glove, a baseball glove, catcher's oh, mitt. Oh yes, you got a catcher's with mitt with meat behind it, with meat behind it, <laughs> a cinder block in the center, and then razor blades just oh, fucking man, shooting out the the fronts of it. So the the knife you have, as big as it is, do you really think that no matter what 
you're gonna stop it before it gets you. <laughs> I mean, you're gonna you're, you might get some no. bits in, but I think it's gonna smack you hard enough that you drop that knife and you're done. <laughs> no, but it's two things here. It's 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 number one. It's that this is the best sense of security I can give myself. Yes. Okay. That's your sense of security. Yeah. That's my best sense of security. Because if I was a smarter individual, you just wouldn't be there. <laughs> no. If I was a smarter individual, even though the risk of running into a bear was minimum. I would have still made sure I had a can of bear spray with me. Okay. Okay. But I didn't. Does I was that deter moron. them always? Is that 100%? Um, it's probably your best chance. So you do it and you take off running and it's harder for them to come at you because well, they're dealing with the spray. I don't Is it like you cayenne want to take something? Off. Like, no, it's like, it's, like, it's like super strength um, pepper spray. Yeah, so it's peppers. Yeah. So why wouldn't you take off running? You just If it's all fucked well, up, you get out of there. You don't just yes and no, there because, well, because I don't know how well I got it. I want to make sure that if I'm running, it's not running after me because those things get fast, dude. And then if I'm running and it comes up behind me and I'm and I'm defenseless, you what's know, the what's the what's their what's their handling like? What's the how do they corner? Do you know what oh, I mean? Like with their speed, can they corner well? Yeah, they're pretty good. Yeah, dude. Oh you shit! You've never seen a bear chase something? Yeah, but straight down, not like typically. Like see, if you see something turn a corner, I've never seen it like. Like skid with its ass slide out, and then it keeps. I, it you know dep- I, mean? I mean, I guess it depends on on how well it's able to grip the ground, like if the ground that it's on. Yeah, you know. Um, but yeah, they 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 they'd probably catch me and eat me. <laughs> but number one, number two, I'm not going down without a fight, man. Because if I'm going to get attacked, I just don't there's feel like there's going to be much of a fight. But here's the thing: there's a certain point where you got to realize there's only one. Th- last option i really have and that right. is to fight back if right. i even want to have a chance of surviving sure there's right? a ch- you, you're gonna try to fight back but yes. it's not much of one no i'm not saying it because is because of the power of them hitting you just just one smack to the head and you're dazed or knocked out right away but i'm not just gonna sit down and just well sure with my well, arms sh- spread well, and invite sure. the bear in you well know? sure but i also don't think it's gonna be leo dicaprio and revenant oh either. i don't think so all right i don't like, think so it's i've never seen that movie but i just feel like like I don't know. Like, I, but you hear about it all the time. People do survive that shit. Yes, right? like, yes. So, so there is a there is a theoretical chance that yes, you could. Yes. Um, but anyway, back to the found footage. This is how we got here. Was through the woods, through Blair Witch, and your, yeah, the, the fear. and my fear of the unknown right. in the dark. When you saw Blair Witch, I know you don't remember the first time, yeah. but do you remember the impact it had on you? Was it something that you felt like, holy cow, I've never experienced anything like that? Yes, it wasn't. It wasn't obviously like. I had watched it at a point where it didn't scare me and it didn't frighten me, but the craftsmanship behind it, what it was, understanding what it did at the time for horror, yeah, um, and being able to see that, and because uh, you can still see that and identify it, yeah, but it was more so that. I think one of the things I love about it is that it, when you said the impact it had, mm-hmm. um, was that there was a moment, there was a small window where it had the War of the Worlds effect. Where okay, a lot of people thought it was real. Yes, they yes, thought it was yes. true, and 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 knowing that, and obviously I came to it way after the fact. Yeah, knowing that it wasn't real, but it was sold as being real. That always kind of captured my attention and interested me as well. Because yeah. I remember being young and having, we moved into a um an area into a duplex. The duplex next door, mom ended up becoming best friends with the woman, right? And I remember her son and his friends had gone and seen this movie and hearing them talk about it. So I even remember that way before I actually even seen the movie. Nice. I remember I lived in Florida at the time, and I was working for a, I think it was like a credit card company. Oh, okay. Dude, there was a, a whole window of my life in my early 20s where I had a job, a different job, like every four months. 
<laughs> just because I just didn't want to stay in jobs. I couldn't you stand working. Like and I huh? got these bullshit jobs like <laughs> selling vacation, like cruise packages, cold <laughs> calling people. people. Fuck oh yeah, my dude. God. Uh, a bunch of credit card companies. I've done skip tracing before. I've done bill mm. collection before. I've done I've done all that. Signing people up for credit cards. I worked for Chase Manhattan Bank or Chase Manhattan oh, Bank doing doing uh, collections. Um, yeah, dude, there was so much that I, I got into fax group. I worked for them. It was a, wow. but anyway, I remember I was working at one of these places in, in a cubicle and I, and you know what, real quick sidebar. I think that's why I have a better understanding of making an employee's experience different. The younger employees, when they're in this job roles where they're in, because this, you were in, because that. I remember being there and really knowing that I didn't care, care, mm-hmm. but I hated the feeling of it because of how it was. You know what I mean? See, so, yeah, I worked in food, so I didn't, I never worked in a setting like that. See, I've done like that, that too. I worked in the food where yeah. I mean, I've worked a lot of shit. So uh, anyway, I remember working there one time and the newspapers we used to have, um, that weekend edition would have like, oh, a, okay. you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. Like the B or whatever. So here it's called a B, but there it'd be called it's like the Weekender or something. Okay, like the thing you pulled out it was its own little mini magazine or or newspaper, and just what's going on the weekend, the bands that are coming into town, what movies are coming out, all that kind of stuff. Okay, and there was an article in there about these. Uh, I think one of them. I don't know if all of them were from. Oh yeah, I remember one of this. Them, yeah, one of them went to, went to uh, UCF in Orlando. Okay, or maybe there was somebody that was working on the project that was from there that they were going to be working on this indie film. And they're a part of this new thing that's going to be coming out. And, and it was about a witch and all this. And I remember reading about it. And so when it started coming out, I was like, oh, that's that movie, right? Mm-hmm. But so many people were like, have you seen this documentary about these kids that went missing? <laughs> like, have you seen this? <laughs> and I remember going, dude, this is a fake mo- These are, Those are actors and actresses, right? And then it wasn't until <laughs> like, what, like a month later or whenever a lot of the press was really getting on getting to out it. about it, yeah. They finally started showing up on Letterman and shit. And you're like, oh, okay, so she's not really missing. Yeah, It's yeah, an yeah. actress, right? Yeah. But dude, people really did. They There was some people who would swear to you that it was a documentary because well, of how like, well it was put together. It's like... Um Cannibal Holocaust, where you had to bring the actors to court to prove they weren't killed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? Like, exactly, right? Like, it's funny, because when you look back on it, you can tell it's a dated film. It's made with the quality of cameras that were made mm, that time, mm-hmm. right? But in but that it, time, it looks like a student, a legit student film. Yeah. Right? Yeah, it yeah. looks like they were going to a town to cover this Blair Witch thing. And my one of my favorite parts about that movie is the probably that first act where we get the introduction to the characters as they're mm-hmm. setting their stuff up, setting up that they're going on the road. But when they start interviewing the people from the, the town, town, it just feels real. Yeah. Those people are legit real small town people. Mm-hmm. There's this one moment where there's this lady, she's holding the baby and she's telling the story about the Blair Witch and the yeah, baby's yeah. getting upset. She's just like, no. <laughs> no, stop, no. Right? And, and you can't you can't fake that. Like no. that, like that is so perfect Genuine. timing to get the, can you imagine having filmed it going, Oh god. Look at this. This is perfect. I know. My God. I know. And then being like they where they stayed in those hotels that they filmed like they were staying well that's where they stayed they just filmed the footage the hotel, where they yeah. stayed you know what I mean like what a cool experience so yeah but I remember people thinking it was uh it was real and I remember thinking how often does that really happen like you think you hear about the War of the Worlds thing it's it's reached myth status now because oh, it really yeah. didn't have the impact that a lot of people think it did mm-hmm. but it did still have an impact people there were people who think thought it was real it wasn't panicking the entire country no that didn't happen. But people thought it was real. Yeah. People thought it was the end of the and world. And how often does that really happen? 
and they did it. So the, yeah, that happened with Blair Witch, where people really thought they were seeing something real. Like you said, Cannibal Holocaust. People thought they saw something. What's the real. other one? Um, Faces of Death. Yep. Because a lot of that, they unfortunately, mixed in, was they mixed real. in stuff. Yeah, like like actual news footage and, and actual stuff like surgery that. footage yeah. and. But in terms of that, like, have we had anything since the Blair Witch Project that made people go, "No, this is real. This shit's real." Um, I don't feel like there is. No, I don't think we've had not anything even that paranormal falls. activity because I remember that had a little bit of a buzz Did like it? that. I, yeah, I think but I don't think it, it reached. But I don't think it reached that that level because of what had already happened with Blair Witch. I always well see. I knew it was a film obviously right away because I had seen two different endings. So when you see two different endings, you realize, oh. Oh, I didn't know you saw okay. Oh, okay. Well, well yeah, there's obviously. Three, there's three endings completely. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. And yeah. I saw two of them because I saw the film, the one that went the film circuit. Okay. Which was the original ending, mm-hmm. which is where the cops come up the thing and blow and her away. Her. That's the original ending. Okay. And then I saw the other one where the body comes flying at the camera. And then, ah, it, and okay. then it ends. And then there's one where that happens. And then there's the demon face that happens. Like that, she comes up all crazy Interesting. And shit. Um, yeah, I knew that was not real, but I guess I, I, I don't think we've had it. Yeah. Not that, not the way it was with that, but now no with, with the advent of AI, I think we're going to see it again. We'll see it again in the future. We'll be fooled by something where everybody's going to think it was real and it wasn't. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. For my, sure. My thing is always though, with these ones, like, do you really think <laughs> we talked about this, right? Like Blair Witch people who mm, thought it was mm-hmm. real, like sit them down real quick and, and, and have them think of this. People went missing, mm-hmm. and they have families who don't know where their their kids are. The footage that they found had this weird shit that happened in, in the forest with what looks like terrifying shit at the very absolute end of it. So all those families were fine with a movie production company taking the footage, Editing putting it, it together, together, and putting it into a theater. Putting it out for profit, right? <laughs> putting it out there. And the, nobody said this money goes to trying to recover these people. And no, find they these just people. sold it as, a true, as, as real footage. Then took the time to film commercials, where, which showed the reaction of the crowd, because that was the thing. It was oh, how yeah, the crowd yeah, yeah. reacted. They still do that every so often. They barely showed any footage, right? It was this, this, but then the rest of it was all crowd reaction in, in like that, that green lighting. What a genius market campaign man right. especially cow. if you have a crowd that's active and ready to go like yeah. they want to be scared right mm-hmm. but yeah dude it's um sometimes it's i don't know that's it and then it's gone it's like yeah it's there's it's like a magic the first moment. time the first time seeing texas chainsaw massacre in 1974 on the big screen yeah then after that everybody's just copying stuff yep you've seen yep. it before uh, it's rare too, where where things come across, and I watch it going, "Oh wow, that was good." Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. In terms of, it feels new. Now, can I still appreciate it because it's still around and people are doing something with Different? that that mm-hmm. thing for sure? You know, but yeah, but yeah, the, like how many times have we seen chainsaw fights in movies after uh, Motel Hell? Exactly. You know? exactly, exactly. And where did they get get it from prior to that? Because it had to have come from somewhere, right? You imagine? Yeah, dude. Um, found footage. Yeah. Yeah, that was a that was a, a tirade, but um, <laughs> yeah, not typically a fan of found footage films. No, yeah, it is what it is. Yeah, whatever. All right, so this out of the shadows is going to be a little bit different than our regular show. This will be kind of like hardly awesome still, in which we're going to take segment breaks. So let's move on to what the fuck's coming out in the theaters. I want to talk about our week. We did something. Did you want to talk cool. about our weeks? Let's talk. Well, about, let's talk about at least the that. thing we did the no, other night. You know what? What we should do before we get into any more horror stuff, let's talk to Aaron real quick. Let's get the bills. Oh talk yes, out of the yes, way. and then we can just get right into the right into it, and just that's what it's all about. There you go. The bills make me wanna. 
what's up aaron welcome back to the show welcome 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 back to the show after a very weird week of i was saying this to you yesterday yesterday was saturday which meant it was the end of our calendar week right like Mm -hmm. that's how i looked at the end of the week from sunday to saturday and i was saying to aaron i was like it's very weird it doesn't feel like we had two games this week it felt like it really felt like the last time we watched football had been a week ago i was expecting to watch Um, it today which is sunday when we record when really we watched one last sunday and thursday Thursday. and we recorded we did we recorded we recorded last sunday before the game so yeah, yeah so like there's been two games since we spoke last and we, I was halfway. I said that we needed to have two wins, and we'd be in here happy, and and we didn't. We won one. We, we almost walked in here with three wins. <laughs> okay, three, two football game wins, and Anthony not Anthony being here. Not be- <laughs> That's true. Good point. <laughs> Forgot about that win. Uh, <laughs> all right, let's talk. Let's talk. Let's talk Sunday first. Let's get into that. The the bad Sunday game. we played the unbelievably amazing. Patriots. <laughs> oh man. Well, I mean, that, you yeah, know, that's... anytime you saw the Patriots on your schedule, it was almost a guaranteed loss. Yeah. Right. And that didn't yeah. that didn't disappoint. That basically stayed the course. <laughs> yeah, man. Well, uh, I was we... I was incorrect when I said that the only way we'd lose that game is if we lost it ourselves. The right. Patriots actually came out and played. Like Mac Jones had his best game of his career. So But I, let's I be honest, wrong. that had we to also, do with that it, had to do with our defense. We did shoot ourselves in the foot a few times, and but you know the national media and generally people believe that Bill Belichick is a great coach, right? Yeah, we can debate yeah, yeah. that all day long, but that's Wait. generally what is thought of. And but he, he's but like, he's... continue. I'm sorry. <laughs> he's played Josh Allen. You know, we play these division games twice every season, and he has never figured out Josh Allen. So it was only a matter of time, and he figured out Josh Allen this time. Like. That's that's to be fair. Even an average coach would eventually figure figure out a different game plan. So, yeah, we there, we actually had him. Um, we I got a hold of 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 Coach Belichick. Oh, uh, here's really? a quick clip um, of me asking him how he figured out Josh Allen. Yeah, Coach, real quick, I had a question for you. Yeah. Um. How, so, what was it? How do you guys think you beat Josh Allen? What'd you do? Figured it out. Yeah, so what kind of game plan did you come up with that would actually, you know, stop him? Figured it out. All right, thanks, Coach. <laughs> That's very, uh, very enlightening. Yeah. That's Coach Belichick for you. I've never seen a, any finer reporting in my life. Nice job, Chris. <laughs> of course, with Belichick's history of cheating, like who knows ooh, how he figured ooh, it out. <laughs> oh, how do you feel about cheating? Figured it out. It happens. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, but, yes, but yeah, we... so it was a rough looking game because honestly, yes, the defense was hurting mm-hmm. and you could see you could see that he just exposed the hell out of that defense. And he really he did. did for for Mac Jones to look on a level of quarterback that he really isn't not to be mean, but he's just not that level of quarterback right. to just march that field and control the ball and do that. Like you said, and not just in, in the Thursday game, but this game as well. There were a few things, too, that were just kind of luck that helped. Mac Jones and the team as For well. Sure. So For all sure. those things that and came it still came down to the final drive. So yes. let's be honest, it's like we looked game. terrible and it came down to the final drive. We still almost pulled off a victory there. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, but, it just sucks that it had to be them because it's a division. Yeah. Yes. yes. Uh, but, but I mean, is what it is. Yeah. We talked about, bad. I was gonna say, we talked real quick. We talked about how 
uh, just recently, right? The trap games that we always almost got through and would always fall short of. Yeah. And we were glad we could squeak through one. This was one that we almost did. We almost squeaked through it. So it's, we were it's ahead a, it was with rough. What? It was a tough we were ahead with to like swallow. Two minutes left to go. Like, I don't yeah. know. We were ahead with a little bit and Mac Jones just was able to complete that drive. It was a tough pill to swallow. But for all the bad that happened, like if you had asked me before if we were going to drop one of these games, I would have picked the second game, Bucks. Not only were they better opponent, but with the four-day turnaround. But for with mm. all the bad that we saw with the Patriots game, almost everything was corrected just four short days later against the Bucks, which is pretty amazing. Yeah. A credit to our coaching staff, I believe. Yeah, the, so the, the, our defense the game against the Bucks way better. Good. The game yes. against the Bucks looked good. Yeah, absolutely. Our defense, we figured out some things. If if I've been watching the game back, you notice they did some, Sean did some very different things on defense. Yeah. And it seems to work. Using Poyer almost as a will linebacker on some plays. I mean, he's lining up as a will linebacker. He is playing as a linebacker, which hmm. is crazy. And then Taylor Rapp and Micah Hyde back as safeties. And it seemed to work. I mean, whatever. We were, we did good against the Bucks. And yeah. our offense obviously was clicking. Josh got over 300 yards. Like, it looked good. And yeah, spread we- it out. It was like the first time, and I, I should have looked up how many years, but that we had four receivers with over 65 yards. Hmm. Yeah, no, we. I good. think we did look good. Um, was there still a lot of things we can work on? For sure. We could still see some things that that um, the Bucks even exposed. But another game where two different really important things that helped the Bucks. Were fluke, two. Fluke. Oh, I can tell yeah, you, I can sure. name probably ten things. But two like legit impactful ones, both of them being touchdowns. Well, touchdown were, and two point conversion. Or yeah. two point conversion were yeah. fluke, flukish, bouncing off people and landing in their arms, getting yeah, tipped, yeah, and then yeah. getting tipped into the hands of the people. You know, like like what? Mm-hmm. And then There's... thank God that the 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 fluke thing happened in our favor at the end because when it came to that hail mary, dude. I mean, that was as perfect a Hail Mary as you're going to get. That no, I know. The way that bull- if you could put a bullseye right there and he hit dead center, the way it just came straight down if and God, whoever needed to get it. If Godwin had just turned around a second That's earlier, it. he would have got it. it. But it you want to know why he was late on his route? Because up front, when the, it started, mm-hmm. someone hit him enough and just got him off his route enough. So. Yeah, it's perfect. Good. But yeah, that the touchdown Mike Evans got wouldn't happen in any other situation. It bounced off Benford's Helmet, helmet right into his gut into, into his, his hands. hands and then the two-point conversion jordan phillips tapped it it's, it yeah it's you know going all weird and goes into someone's hands like yeah there is like some statistics about like luck like fumble recovery is all luck because mm. you don't know which way the ball's gonna go it's completely and i feel like those lucky plays like that bills are more often than not on the other end of it like we talked about that Just for the first we're Buffalo, the first game against the Jets. Remember that catch like 99 out of 100 times mm. that Jets touchdown catch. That doesn't get made. That doesn't True. happen. So True. it's just crazy how this stuff that happened. True. Maybe if I was following another team, I would point out You'd that it happened that. Yeah. to that. Too. Yeah. yeah, but it definitely just, seems it, to happen disproportionately to Buffalo. I agree. Buffalo. I agree. And it's the thing. That's why we say any given Sunday, because you never know what's going to happen. It's not just yep. about skill. It's not just about who's injured and who's not. Sometimes we're going to see the flukiest of flukes and the things where you're just like, what in the world? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You're going to see a kicker who 100% of the time is kicking a field goal from the 32 yard line or whatever that layer. And then this time it's a wild one. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You're just like, what is happening right now? It just happens. You can't get them all. 
No, you can't. But so, it did crazy. feel good to end the week with a win. Yeah, you know, yes. and, and to Absolutely. look decent. I mean, looking promising. Back and to, to kind in, of a, a chugging team again. And to go into this mini buy with a win, as if we had the loss now, it'd feel terrible for ten days. Like it's yeah. it's good that this happened. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, yeah. Von Miller played a full snap count. He yeah, was, he he was on on last Thursday, and we looked good with Ed Oliver back. We clearly were missing him against Patriots. Yeah. So yeah, 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 for sure. So good. We feel better. Yeah, overall. A little better, right? Next, who's on the agenda I, now? Well, we have Bengals, which is going to be a real test next Monday. So. Yeah, oh, Cincinnati. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. Fuck yeah. it, they're both Ohio, man. But still, yeah. Um, <laughs> We're looking at a Bengals team that started so rough. People were like, ah, maybe we don't have to worry about them this year. But then they started finding their footing. And they're, they're getting their little... What their, their, their yeah. repertoire seems to be, man. Yeah. The, the the test for Bengals is today. They play the 49ers. That's going to be really tough, tough for them. Team, we'll see what they look like. It'll be good scouting for us, if you will. So and much I so that I'm I'm not playing Burrow. I'm not starting Burrow in my fantasy today. Yeah, that's probably a good idea. It's um, and there's another important game today that's that's interesting to us, and it sucks because they're not showing it in our market. They were I just figured. like, oh, you guys are in New York. You must want to watch the New York game. The Giants and Jets. No, those are not New even, Jersey. They're Nobody not even wants to New watch New Jersey's game. And that doesn't they have get the armpit same, football back. That doesn't have the same implications. We are yeah. AFC East. We yes. care about the two AFC East teams right. that are playing. Duh, right. and it's going to be a good effing game. So we got to try to find how find. So yes, it's Patriots it. against Dolphins and Patriots. You know, gave Dolphins a little bit of a struggle last time. We know they gave yeah. us a struggle. It's yeah. in Miami this time, though, so I yeah. don't know. I have a, I have I've, a feeling that Belichick's yeah. going to get smacked around today. Dolphins have struggled the last few weeks, so I don't know. Hmm. We shall yeah. see. Yeah, we'll but, see. They got uh, their heads, Belichick, man. Belichick has never beat Tua, so it's really he, well, he's going to want it. He's going to yeah. want it bad. Oh, so. especially after does beating it, the Bills. Does yeah. it feel weird to, to root for the Patriots? Because I got to tell you, I'm rooting for them. Personally, I really I am. Oh, yeah. Personally, I hate Dolphins way worse than Patriots. I know the drought era. I know Brady. Once Brady was gone, though, Patriots have just looked pathetic to me. I don't have the hate for the Patriots that I have for Dolphins. A little bit. It was more so a hate for Tom Brady than the Patriots, but Oh, and I know yeah. most Bills fans don't feel like that, especially younger Bills fans. The Patriots are, they hate them. They yeah. want them dead. They, no matter. Yeah, it's the, but, that's the same we feel about the fish. Yeah, I'm our, old our old generation fish. for sure. And, and the fucking dolphin fans are just <laughs> miserable, so awful, terrible, misogynistic, just, just terrible oh, people. Oh. I hate them all. So. You know, they probably say the same about Bills Mafia, but probably, the difference yeah. is they're wrong and we're right. That's amazing. <laughs> Exactly. Um, anything else we need to talk about before we head out? Is there any updates on injuries? Any, where's anybody at any well, promising things to look at other than our, you know, we know our terrible IR list. Other yeah. than that, the good news is the, um, players that we had out last game was Quentin Morris and, um, bail inspector, and they're both trending upward. So having this mini buy, having 10 days off, I imagine they'll both be ready to go. And no one else got injured in the game. Um, we know Josh Allen went into the blue medical tent, and that was really scary. They say he was just sore. He came right out. He didn't miss any drive. So I think him having 10 days off will be good. The only other player that went in the blue medical tent, I think, was Cam Lewis, and he also came back out. So we got through these two games with no injuries, too, which for us this season is, yeah. is a miracle. So, so that is very good because we have a really tough stretch. We have the Bengals. We know that's going to be tough. We have Broncos, which will not be tough. But then after that, we have like Eagles. We have Chiefs. We have a lot of Don't tough say games. that. I... Don't say that. I, know. I mean, we see, we see how the Bills go into games like that. And yeah. 
they, love it, you know? That's some of the, you know, the narrative is that Bills play down to their opponent. So when we play a sucky <laughs> opponent, we look like we did against the Patriots. So, uh, All righty then. Well, so I think that's it. Yeah, and we'll preview more of the Bengals game next week because we'll talk yeah. before that game. Yeah, and we'll get we'll go deep on that one. Oh, that's right. It's a night game. Mm-hmm. So it's that's it. Game. I guess. Uh, yeah, you're just going to watch a bunch of football today. It feels so weird excited. not having a Bills game to watch. But it's exciting. I don't have any stress. I can just watch football. Like and enjoy we it. already won. I can just relax. <laughs> it's very exciting. Yeah, you don't have that thing on the back of your mind going like, what are we going to do today while you're trying to watch other games? Right. And that's what I was excited. Like with the Jacksonville game, I was excited I could watch football for the rest of the the day. But yeah. um, but then we lost and it wasn't as fun. So now yeah, that we yeah. won, it's fun to watch football. Awesome. <laughs> All right, Aaron, thanks so much for joining us once again on a good note. Thank you. Thankfully, yes. hopefully, you know, next time we have a lot of, well, next time it's before a game again. So yeah, yeah. next time, next time we'll be talking oh. about some good wins. Hopefully. Uh, all right. We'll see you next time. Until then, as always, go Bills. Go Bills. Go Bills. Go Bills. The Bills make me wanna. <laughs>
maybe the somebody's mafia? maybe somebody's trying to come back and get their job back, and so they're like, if Jim's out of the way, ooh, that's possible. I'll get the whole thing. You never know, man. <laughs> Sneaking in, you don't even you don't even know they could get into your house. They do. <laughs> and every night they're just putting a dropper full of something in, in your my water. orange juice container. Yep, a little drop, mm. drip, 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 drop. Anyway, uh, it finally got to the point in your system that night when you went out to dinner. It almost, almost killed you. <laughs> but it's a good thing you were there. And good what, thing I had that those two glasses of wine because it counteracted say, it. it. That's the, the antidote. <laughs> <laughs> Fermented grapes. They're like, God damn it. I thought he was a beer drinker. Um, anyway, uh, watching lots and lots of horror movies. Yeah. I had a lot of catching up to do last weekend. Yeah. Um, I, then, asked, I asked you this earlier. Your favorite movie so far has been I Rosemary's think Rosemary's Baby. Baby. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think so. Okay. That was and, your first time seeing it, right? Yeah, okay. yeah, and I stayed away from it because of that. And then Friday night, you and I did something that was pretty cool. We had told Anthony about it, but he didn't. He didn't want to come. So. Yeah, he just and he would have had a great care. time, dude. It's this okay. is he always a good us. time. It's fine. So if he comes with us next year, the thing is, though, like I was telling you, he's got to sit outside in the in the lobby for the first half of the show because <laughs> he's not allowed in for the first half. But we went to Rocky Horror Picture Show live. Yeah. At the Riv. Riviera. Yes. Riviera Theater in North Tonawanda. Mm-hmm. Webster put on, Street. Put on by... Is it put on by them? Yep. Um, Francis Bacon Experiment. Yes. This is, they, are the, they, are, they are our live cast. Yes. They're the ones that put this... I believe they put on the, the event. They did, one, they did it recently at... Um, Don't you snap your fingers at me. Fuck off. No, at, uh, what's the one venue we went to, we were going to go to, but it was like basement. We had to reach out to get the address. What is it, Powder Room or whatever? Madison Lavender Room, I think. Lavender Room. Yeah, I think they did it at the Lavender Room. Uh, Nicole, um, what's her face? Was there Wagner? Oh, okay. Cool. We got pictures of them. I was like, dang, that's cool. We should see where they do it and see all their events and go see them do it elsewhere. Well, they're doing other things, not just Rocky Horror. They talked about it. It's coming up. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, They Uh, do things there, too. I got to look that up and we'll we'll talk about it on Out of the Shadows more because I want to promote their stuff, too. I think those guys are mad. Oh, they're great, dude. It's a great time. Uh, The event, we did it. So last year was the first time I'd ever done it. Yeah, never done it before. I'd been aware of it, but did it for the first time last year. And so we decided to go back this year. Mm -hmm. And it did not disappoint. No. No. Not at all. It was pretty fucking awesome. Yeah, I got to say. For a person that's listening to this right now who has no clue what we're talking about, and they're like, first of all, what is Rocky Horror Picture Show? Um. Crawl back under the rock you crawled out from under, okay? Because <laughs> you don't deserve to breathe in right now. <laughs> um, it is, what is it, a rock opera, horror rock yeah, opera. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Starring Tim Curry. Yep. Meatloaf. Meatloaf. S- Susan, Susan Sarandon. Or S- Sarandon, however you yes. want to say it. Saran rap. <laughs> uh, what's his name? Um, I don't plays know. the asshole. I forget his name. Oh, God. I don't feel like looking it up Yeah, either. me neither. But everybody's in it. And Any, every- anybody who's anybody. What's her name? Margaret Murphy. All the cool cats. Margaret Morgan. Name. All the cool cats. No neck bastards in it. <laughs> <laughs> Sluts, assholes, um, naked goddess, god. What, what, what do you call them? A, uh, Adonises, right? Like yes. This, this. <laughs> oh, man. It's such a good time. I fucking is, love man. that movie. I've always loved it. It's great. Right? I, again, same as you. I'd always, always known about this cult thing that happens. But for me, it was scary because... You didn't know what to expect? Because I knew that it was uh, this call and response thing. I knew that it was very performative. I knew they had a live cast that does it. But 
when I was younger and I'd heard about it, I knew that the what I'd heard mm-hmm. was that the crowd gets rowdy, mm. that they throw things, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and people get wet. Sometimes they get food on them. <laughs> if you're the first one, well, you've never been to one, they literally single you out and do things to you. So it mm-hmm. used to be they'd go by with a, uh, the thing I read was they'd have um, lipstick and put a giant V on your forehead because you're the virgin. Virgin, yeah. And throughout the entire thing, people would have to always turn to you and go, virgin, <laughs> right? And so when I was younger, that sounded like you were like being bullied, like terrified. Harassed, yes. And I was like, I don't ever want to go to one of those things. <laughs> like, I love this movie so much, but I don't want to go. I don't want people throwing food at me and water. And I thought that they did it at you because you were the virgin all oh, night. Oh, yes. oh, I see, I so see, I, I see. Always had, so as an adult, I knew that was different. Like mm-hmm. I got a better understanding of, of what it. it was. So I'd always wanted to do it and never really had the opportunity. When I say that, I mean, I knew it would be coming. I'd see it advertised, but I never really would, had any but it was like, hey, you want to go? Yeah. And to go your first time by yourself would be extremely oh, intimidating. Here's the thing. I, I suggest anybody who wants to and has never gone, go, but go with a group of people. It's don't just go. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because you if you don't know what's happening, like you're just you're gonna feel overwhelmed. At least if you're with a yeah. bunch of people and some of them know you're with the group and they're doing it and mm-hmm. it's fun. And they get you into it. But yeah, man, it's a great call and response, interactive experience. Um, YouTube, there's a I think it's just the audio, but it's um, it's the it, there's one of them that's considered like this is the pinnacle of the call and responses. You want to mm. learn the call and responses? This is the video to watch. Yeah, I got to learn it's it all recorded. You can yeah. listen to it. And basically, what happens is back then, you know, when this movie was made for what it was, they immediately latched onto it and started having fun with it this way, mm. this mm-hmm. camp thing, right? Where whatever was happening with dialogue, people would scream things right before or right after to match and make like them they say yell out a question and what they said in the movie was the response to it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it works. It works so well, right? Like, who puts a, a sign in the graveyard or whatever it is? <laughs> billboard, billboard in the graveyard. <laughs> just as the camera's panning and there's this giant billboard just sitting in the middle of a graveyard. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, dude, we did that. So it was going to it this year, I knew what to expect and I was ready. I was ready good. to have fun. Good, good. And it was it was fun, dude. It was yeah, fun. I had forgotten fun. some of it. I got to be honest with you. So the burlesque and drag show. Yeah, the, how, the way they do it at the Rift, they forgot, do a drag and burlesque. Uh, that's I like forgot, the first half of it. Yeah, I forgot. That was like the first hour, first an hour yeah. and a half. I forgot that they do that. Oh, like, really? Like okay. I knew we had done, like I remember I had memories that we had gone to something that had done that, whatever the event was, mm-hmm. but I had forgotten it was for Rocky Horror. Gotcha. Okay. But as soon as I got there and I saw I saw one of the of the performers, I just thought I was like, "Oh, oh, that's right. That's right. <laughs> this is it. This is what we're in for tonight." Man. Yeah. Talk about talent. Talk about people who really just Got on stage and put on a performance to entertain people. You mm-hmm. know what it made me think of a few times while we were sitting there and the, and the, the entertainment was happening and people just hooting and hollering Hell and having yeah, a good man. time? It reminded me of those old school, like, you see them in the movies, but in my mind, like, I've always talked about how I love that romantic period of Hollywood, that, like, 30s, 40s. Mm, okay. When they're in those those clubs where people come to literally perform and entertain you mm. for the night, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it felt like. And it was just such a cool feeling of almost being like... Stepping back in time. And feeling an experience where yeah. people... It's not just a play, mm-hmm. right? It's this 
entertaining thing, different yes. things. This this performance, that performance. It's an experience. That's yes. the best way to put it. It's a, it's, it's such it's an a good experience. Time. Yeah, and every one of them was fucking great. They oh yeah, really man. Were. They really are. The entire thing, like all their concepts, everything. Yeah, the Tina Turner thing when they when they had the burlesque mm. dancers with with the drag mm-hmm. dude, and then she came out looking like Tina Turner. <laughs> I was like, this is so fucking yeah. good, dude. It was such a good time. It yeah, was so it was much great. fun. And then the movie kicks on, and the live performance happens, and it's just. I have to tell you, man, I, I hats off to them to do the whole movie in front oh of people God, I know. while the movie's playing. In a theater where you don't have much, because they're not on the stage. Right, and trying to do a lot of things that are happening and being creative and how to transition from scene to scene. Yeah. Dude, such a good time. Yeah. Such a good time. I love time. it. I love it. That was a good I part. love it. So they do it. They do it the last Friday before Halloween every year there. So yeah. we know when they're going to do it next year. Yeah. We just got to wait for them to put it up to get tickets. That's all. Yep. Yeah, but they also do other performances for other movies. Yes, so yes, I actually yes. want to go check out a couple. Yeah, other that'd be ones. cool. I'm, I'm actually a fan of the troupe, so I want to <laughs> check out some more. I really am. I think no, great. no, no. I now I'm just thinking of like what what kind of movies could they do? I forgot what it was that they said that they were doing. What was it called? Francis Bacon. Francis Bacon experiment. Yeah, I'm gonna look this up real quick. You can cut this out, but they should do a <laughs> they should do the human centipede. <laughs> I'm not cutting that out, dude. I'm going to leave it there. <laughs> oh, that's amazing, dude. Um, what is it called? Is it uh, improv or something? No, I just type it in Francis Bacon Experiment Buffalo, see what comes up. Oh, Buffalo. That's what I should put. Buffalo, yeah. New York. Because Francis Bacon is an actual person. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Okay, so here you go. Francis Bacon Experiment. They're, they're, they're he pro- was the first one to squeal like a pig boy. <laughs> do you know who francis bacon was no i know the name i just forgot who he was i know we learned what? about him but yeah oh remember. that's right they're doing a moulin rouge sing-along oh that's right okay cool cool and they do the princess bride live that's right that's right you know i have never seen the princess bride well listen it shouldn't be that way first i don't think you should watch the princess bride and okay get a feel for what you're getting into uh-huh but and we have see to see that. them do it live. Well, we should see when they're doing it and go, but I'll watch the movie ahead of time. February 17th. Oh, I got plenty of time. Yeah, it's coming up. Um, we'll, do March, it for your, we'll do it for your birthday, and I'll, I'll email them ahead of time and let them know it's your birthday. Yo, uh, my buddy Ryan might be in town for that. Oh, that nice. Weekend. That so would be should, cool. It would be dope. Yeah. Um, and then in March, they're doing Tommy Wiseau's The Room. Oh, live, yo. Live that. with screaming. <laughs> That would be cool, dude. Yeah. And then obviously 2024 is Rocky Horror Convention. There's a Rocky Horror Convention? Oh, my God. That's got to be insane. Wait, they're also doing it in April. They do it at um, the Rocky Horror Picture Show in April. Oh, that's right. I think they do it. Yeah, Yeah. they do it elsewhere, too. One other time or a couple times a year. That's nuts. Yins Yins Khan. Yins Khan and whatever the hell that is. I don't know what that is. We're going to have to look into it. It's in Pittsburgh, PA. We'll have to look into it. It's got something to do with George Romero, I guarantee it's a th- it. Oh. It's a three-day? I feel day? like we're going to have to. It's a three-day con. Word. Let's, let's, let's talk about that. We'll let's talk, talk about, about it. it. All right, dude, let's, uh, let's move on. Okay. I'm going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Hey, what's up, everybody? I want to take a minute to tell you about the Struggling Artist Record Club, formerly the Get Punk Record Club. The Struggling Artist Record Club is a monthly vinyl subscription service in which Trev Allen, host of the Struggling Artist Podcast, curates an album from an independent artist to send directly to your door. No need to leave the comfort of your home to deal with long lines or gatekeeping record store clerks anymore. Whether you've been collecting vinyl for years or you're just starting out, 
The albums you get from this record club will no doubt become essential listening for years to come. So what do you say? Why not give it a shot? There's no lifetime commitments and the cost is literally what you'd spend at the big box record stores. You can sign up for just one month or throw caution to the wind, raise the horns, and go all in with three-month, six-month, or 12-month options. So head to strugglingartistrecordclub.com and start adding to your collection today. That's strugglingartistrecordclub.com to sign up and become a member of the dopest vinyl subscription service around. And now at participating Burger Chefs, you can buy fun meals that now come on Halloween magic meal trays. There's a magic trick in each fun meal. <laughs> there are ten different magic meal tricks you can collect. Burger Chef, you're incredible! <laughs> This morning, Billy looked like any other boy, but as the moon rose, he turned into a werewolf. He used new Pa's Halloween makeup kits. His friends did, too. Look, Mike's a vampire. Amy's a ghost. Pa's makeup is safer than masks. It never blocks vision, and it's hypoallergenic, too. So watch your kids turn into the creatures they really are with new Pa's Halloween makeup kits. All right, dude. You know what I want to... Is it nap time yet? <laughs> <laughs> Almost. So we're back from our little break. That's what we do at the Hardly... For our Out of the Shadows folks, we do this on Hardly uh, Awesome. You know what? We don't got to keep explaining it. You're here for the ride. Just enjoy it, okay? <laughs> there you go. What I will explain is... It doesn't is, matter for no reason. <laughs> what I will explain is back in the day, back in the... I, we may have done it for the Back Issues days. We did it for sure for Hardly Awesome. We did it when Chris and Anthony just can't stop. Um, Before you guys stopped. Chris and Anthony finally stopped Um, we used to do a segment called the trailer park ah okay and it's not an original name I'm sure that's been stolen or used a million times all over the place when they want to talk about trailers I'm sure I'm sure I'm sure um, Joe Bob's done it before oh I'm sure so that's what we're going to do we're going to talk about some trailers for some upcoming movies okay and they're all horror movies yes so here and here's so what's the, the list? Here's the cool thing about it. Is okay, the ones we're going to talk about also um, it kind of fits this because a couple of them are are holiday themed, but it's Ooh. holidays that are coming up, like St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, we'll and get into the Boxing Day. <laughs> yes, that too. <laughs> we'll get into that after the fact, though. Those two. I want to get into the first one here on the list. We checked out the trailer for Lisa Frankenstein. There's a young man. I talked to him. I wish I was with you. That's really weird, Lisa. I'm the greatest God created. Power driven on the mission. Taffy says it's a waste of time to try and fix a boy. It's better just accept a guy's flaws.
this goth phase in soon. What'd you think of this? Um, I don't know. I think I'm gonna have to just see it and see what it is. It looks. How it, is. It, look- it looks like it's gonna be a good time. Did you see who wrote it? Uh, yeah, I pointed it out to you. Who directed it? <laughs> is it the same writer? Is it the writer? Oh, no. I don't know. No, I don't think so. I don't think she wrote it. But who who wrote it then? The, the writer is the person who wrote Jennifer's Body. Oh, that's right. I did see that in there. I did see yes. that. But yeah, Zelda Williams is directing it. Yes. Robin Williams' daughter. I thought that was cool. I heard she coming out with a movie. Uh-huh. I didn't know it was that, though. Yeah, it's kind of crazy, huh? Yeah, it's it, wild. It looks, it looks almost like, did you ever see that movie um, Idle Hands back in the day or Idle Hand, something like that? No. Something where the kid's hand gets cut off and possessed or maybe he gets it. I can't know. I don't I, know the whole story. I think that's called Evil Dead 2. But, <laughs> <laughs> but it's got that kind of like teen movie kooky flavor yes, to it, yes, right? Yes, yes, yes. And so watching the trailer, I have to tell you, it's got a lot of things in the trailer going for it that mm-hmm. make me want to see it. First, yeah, yeah. first, it's cut well. Okay. The music it sounds great. You uh-huh. know, it's very like there's that it, going with the the beat of the music. The girl's bouncing her head off the bump, the, yeah. the the horn of her car. Like there, so it looks and sounds good in terms of the way they present it. But the things going for it, yes, Zelda Williams. Now I'm interested even more. Okay, oh, yeah. let's see what she has to put out. Yeah, it's 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 crazy how after you watch film for a while and you get to know different people and and filmmakers and it's. That's the director. I know nobody else attached to the picture, but that's yeah. the one thing I know it'll sell me on. Oh, that's the writer. That's the one thing that'll sell me on it. That's what I want to say, the writer. So I saw that it was by the writer of Jennifer's Body, and I thought to myself, you know what? Jennifer's Body was one of those films that was a new generation of horror films, mm, right? True, true. And I didn't watch it for a while. Like I stayed away from it because I was like, I don't know if I'm into that yeah, me generation too. of horror, right? Yeah. Um, but when I did see it, holy fuck, did I love it. I yeah. thought it was so good. And I was like, I can't believe I stayed away for so long. Mm-hmm. So I thought about this, Rosemary's Baby. That's what this makes me feel like. This mm-hmm. makes me feel like it's it's going to have that kind of, when I say edge, it's not like it's edgy, but like the writer of Jennifer's Body, like that that feel, that style. We're have that get flavor. With this. Yes. Yeah. So I'm already in for that too. Okay. It takes place in the 80s. All automatically sold on it. All right, I'm in. Yeah, give me all the neon coloring. Give me, give me it all. I'll yeah, do it. Yeah, all yeah. the day glow. Right. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to this. I'll check this out. Good. 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 It kind of gives me a a Franken hooker. I thought that's what we were going to get into here. Yeah. But it's no. It's she's more like <laughs> Frankenstein, the scientist. Yeah. And she's got and she's the monster. Got a boyfriend that she that's Which, Frankenstein. Again, there's this moment of this trailer that also gives us like it's a high school musical almost. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. You're like. Huh, I don't know about that. Yeah, but. it'll be interesting for sure. Yeah. Let's check out this other one. This one is Malibu Horror Story. Come on. It's over here. Yo, what is it? Look at those markings. Hey, who's buried here? Is that a cave? What is it? Oh. It is a cave. Hey, I wouldn't go in there if I were you. Shh. Listen. And the search continues here in the Southland for the four missing high school students from Malibu. Authorities are hoping that the contents of a video camera will help provide an explanation to the mysterious disappearance of the four teens reported missing. Seven years ago, four boys came up here and were never heard from again. Do you know what happened to them? Uh, I think I'm picking something up. Are you here with us now? What was that?
Okay. Found footage film. Yes. What do you think about this? Not interested, dude. Not at all. <laughs> Not really. It, let me ask you, what is it that turns you off immediately? Um, a, that it's a found footage film. <laughs> B, that it takes place in Malibu. It just sounds like... <laughs> what? It's like, it's like, like, you know how Malibu's most wanted did a yes, comedy about dude. like gang movies? It's <laughs> <laughs> like their version of a horror Doing movie. Doing that with a horror, dude. All of a sudden, you see Jamie Kennedy show up on there. They're like, what's up, guys? Um, I don't know. Ghosts. I don't know. This this seems very much like as above, so below. I bet there's going to be a lot of hubbub about this movie, but I'm going to watch it. And I'm going to be like, all right, I could have probably went my entire life without watching this. So I definitely, I'm going to check it out. Okay, I kind of figured. The things that make me feel a little cautious about it is that it's there's there's a few moments where it legit feels immediately like the Blair Witch Project. Mm, okay, the way they say certain things, but that might not be a shoot bad certain thing. things. Yeah, but again, it's like you can you can see that the influence is there and they're yes. pulling from that, right? But they're not shying away from it. They're not trying to say, oh, that's not where we got it. They're no. telling you where they got it from. What's really making me pause, though, oh, is all the... Scary footage they're no, showing? the stuff that shoots up that goes most terrifying movie of oh, the year. Oh, yeah, the reviews from all the magazines. The Game and- Changer. Right, mm. another one that's going to be rewrite the face of horror. Yep. yep. The last time I heard that and started to get excited was Skinamarink because we knew we'd seen these stuff before. But then it was like this does kind of look different than anything I've seen before. So when yeah. I start seeing change the face of horror, new new way of whatever, a breath of fresh air, I'm like, I gotta check yeah. it out. Yep. And I was extremely disappointed. Yeah, I gotta say I was too, man. Um, there was a movie on our 31 Days of Horror that was pumped and pushed as fresh new face fresh of horror, doing incredibly this. original, uh, changing Great. the game. This is a One new of the scariest voice. movies you're going to see this year. Nope. I'm going to hold my comments. And now I mm-hmm. see one that feels a lot like Paranormal Activity and the Blair Witch Project and. I don't know. Again, name what was a few that other one they did about after. the Arizona lights? Yeah, um, right. A little bit of a yeah. little bit of um, Cloverfield feel with the kid, yeah. the young. See, and again, I was never hip. a fan of of Cloverfield either. I know, I know. Listen, like, again, there's no accounting for taste. I know, I um, know. But it's the overhype that starts shooting in my face about yeah, this whole thing. Yeah. I'm just like, I don't know, dude. I don't know if I could do this. Yep. So I'm I know. hesitant. There are things about it that are that draw me to it because I do like found footage films. So they're they're hitting a lot of the notes and then adding certain moments that I'm just like, okay, this looks slightly different than something I've seen before. See, here's the thing: I feel like found footage films. It's difficult to do anything with that. That's kind of original. Host right. was great because that was totally original During because of what pandemic, it was. Yeah, they 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 did it at they stumbled upon it and were able to just pull it off. Right. Yeah. Everything after that's just the same though. Yeah. You know, it, it's very that that's a that's a subgenre that it's very very difficult to give anything fresh to. So true. Yeah, I'm. Um, I'm. Uh, I'll. I'll pass. I'm. I'm not gonna pass. I'm still gonna check it out. No, I'll pass. But uh, I'm gonna check it out, and then I'm gonna add it to next year's 31 Days of Horror. So Whether you, you like it or not. It. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we are allowed once in a blue moon. We are allowed to veto, or. Just refuse to watch like I did with Little Vampire. (laughs) 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 Ten minutes, dude. I gave it like 10, 15 minutes, and I was like, nope. I think you need to go back and finish Little Vampire and see which one was worse, Ennis Main or (laughs) Little Vampire. 
Nope. <laughs> That's horrible, bro. All right. Next. Yes. What do we got next? This next movie comes from Eli Roth. Ah, yes. It's based on a mock trailer. It is literally, this is where this came from, mock trailer. So you've seen Grindhouse? Yes, yes. I love those movies, man. I just watched them the other day. They're well, great. This is one of the trailers. I didn't even know that. And they just, he decided Because there's actually... a couple that they've pulled out of there that yeah. they've made. Like, um, yeah. there was a Rob Zombie one I think they pulled out of there. Oh, wait, did they No, make no, that, that was the werewolf. No. Yeah, yeah, that was the werewolf women of the SS. I don't think they've made that I think he's got a yet. script for it, yeah. But they did the Machete movies. Yeah, yeah, they did. Uh, and then I feel like there was one other one or something that came out of there. But yeah, but now, yeah, the shotgun hobo. Yes, yes, yes. That came out of there. Hobo with a shotgun. Hobo with a shotgun, that's right. And now, Thanksgiving. I've got plenty to be thankful for. I need the small, I buy them all at the five and ten cent store. Oh, I've got plenty to be thankful for. I used to love this town. Until what happened that night. Tomorrow's Thanksgiving, and I'm tired of pretending like everything is normal when it's not. I want things to go back to normal, too. Show some enthusiasm. Thanksgiving is an institution here. Sick holiday game. This is weird. We're all tagged, and our names are at the table. But why us? The longer this goes, the more twisted it gets. Every weapon he's using is straight off a Thanksgiving table. I don't want to spend my life looking over my shoulder. We need to stop him. It is going to be a very happy Thanksgiving. interesting we talked about this like is there other thanksgiving ones we know there is thanksgiving and i think there are a few other ones that are thanksgiving based like during the but holiday i can't season. recall right this, i've never seen one this one what do you think based on the trailer i'm excited for this dude i want to <laughs> see this man because i know what i'm getting into with an eli roth movie because i i'm experienced i've been into the yeah, hostile movies exactly he did a movie called the green inferno and i went in expecting something on the caliber of yeah that was great. I wasn't expecting something on the caliber of Cannibal Holocaust, a more serious film. Oh, that hardcore. Okay. Yes, I, I thought it was going to be hardcore, dude. And as disappointed as I was when I walked out, is that's not what I got since I've revisited it. 
you're and like, I know what I'm getting into because it's Eli Roth. I'm like, okay, this is a great movie. You're like, if you're not killing animals live on film, <laughs> it's not good enough for me, you son of a bitch. I'm disappointed. Um, so yes, dude, I am excited for this. Uh, uh, again, that's another one. You're going to sell me just because it's Eli Roth. It looks but, cool. Yeah, it looks right? good. It looks I, good. I love the concept that there's this killer using all of the different things from the, the Thanksgiving the kitchen table. dinner table <laughs> to kill people with, right? Like the corkscrew, yeah, the, the dude, wine the corn holders. Oh, yeah, that just just seeing it and just imagining what it feels like to feel have it that go in the oh, insides God, of your dude. ear. Oh God! You know what it feels like? You stick a Q-tip in there too. But if you far. think about it, hang on a second. If you think about it, like if if he's going in sideways, really all he's doing is jabbing it right here. He's not shooting it down the actual canal. Doesn't matter. He's not coming in at an angle. Doesn't matter. I mean that shit hurts. Don't get me wrong, but it's not jumping down there because and piercing you know, your eardrum. Doesn't matter because you know what they're going for. I know. You yeah. know, you know what they're implying is that that's what yes, happened, right? Yes. Yeah, dude, it looks gross. It looks. Ugh. But here's the thing: Did you notice the um at when the beginning, right? And she was talking about what happened in the town, and you you could see like the newspaper article. Did you see what it said? No, what it say? It was a Black Friday, a Black Friday disaster or something that got out of hand, <laughs> and then that's what you saw was the Black Friday people fighting and shit. Ugh. So. I wonder, did that, like, was the killer active there going crazy at the Black... It made you think it was Black Friday people shopping, but really the killer was there, like, fucking hacking people up? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. It's going to be cool. Because then it would be cool later on down the road if they went back and did a prequel and covered that story. You know what it has a flavor of for me? Okay. My Bloody Valentine. Yes, very much so. That idea that, like, that, that tied to a holiday in this small town, like, this horrific shit happened, and now that holiday's coming back around around. again. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah, dude, it looks cool. I'm definitely down for seeing this as well. Good, good. Yeah, I want to see this. And now, lastly, this is one I wanted you to see the trailer for, because as soon as I saw it, I was just like, ooh, it's a wonderful knife. Angel Falls, I give you... Christmas! The lights are so pretty. This is perfect. What did you eat? still haunts me. Time to let that go. No one cares. Everyone would be better off if I was never born. Did you see that? Did the power go up? Oh my god. I stood under the aurora and said everyone would be better off if I never existed. Well wish granted. Angel strikes every couple of weeks. How can that be? Do I know you? It's Winnie. You know that. Okay. This her? Hi. Hi, I'm Henry Waters. You're safe now. He's not going to get you. No one in this town knows me. Who are you? Dad. You weren't around to stop him, so he just kept going. He likes killing. I'm here now. Let's have some fun. Hey, you. Hey. Merry Christmas. We gotta stop him and get my life back. You'd be safe now. Leave. Justin Long. First, before we get into this trailer, 
Yeah. Justin Long. Ah. Let's talk about what a, for me now, feels like a treasure in the, not just the film community in the world of film, but even in horror. Like, Mm -hmm. he is in so many horror films. Tusk. You know what I mean? You still haven't fucking seen Jeepers Creepers. You still haven't seen Barbarian. Barbarian. But he's in yeah, a bunch. They're like this dude's into horror. He's in the Goosebumps show. Right? Oh, that's right. That's he's right. In that yeah, show. yeah. Um, and I'm sure there's more. I just can't think of them off my, my top. Yeah, of my head. this dude is a legit horror guy. He's like Eli Elijah Wood. But he's a horror. Yes, he's a horror guy. Who when you see you wouldn't him, normally think that you don't think horror. Like you just say that's Justin yeah. Long. But in our community, in the world of horror, we look at this dude as like he's a legit guy that's in horror. But we even take him think serious. of it. Like think of all the movies he's been in. He's not really allowed himself to be put in a box. No, no, it's always different. He's been in Die Hard. He's been in yeah. Strange Wilderness. Yes. He's been in there's there's romance movies he's been in and shit, dude. And he's never what, been put in a box. This dude, but you still look at him and think that he's in a box. Yes, you know, this dude is legit one of those actors that. We're going to look back on and be like, wow, like seriously, what a good actor, right? All the things he can do. We talked about it for the Tusk episode. Mm, Oh my God, dude. He had to put on a performance where he was himself for a while. Well, when I say himself, he was just, he was Justin Long and just in his regular self. Mm -hmm. But then there's a, a bunch of performance where he's in prosthetics where he can't talk. And all of his acting is about his eyes and the sounds he makes. Yeah. And there are moments where you're just like, you can see what this dude's feeling just from his eyes. Mm, it was mm, amazing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I fucking love him. And as soon as I saw, <laughs> first, as soon as I, uh, the, the first thing was, is I saw, the, I saw the name of this trailer and I was like, it's a wonderful knife. Oh, that's cute. It's yeah. a play on It's a Wonderful Life, right? Yeah, yeah. That, that's a good way to put it when you're talking about a slasher movie. Oh, yeah. that's kind of cute. <laughs> well, that's what I thought when I saw the name. I'm like, that's cute. Then I saw the trailer. And as soon as I saw Justin Long, I was like, Oh, another one that'll sell me right up. Oh, yes. Justin Long's in it. I don't need to know anything else about yes, it. I'm in. I'll buy a ticket. Let's go with the fucking teeth prosthetics and the hair dude and the way they aged him up. <laughs> and then then I see this killer. Right. And I'm like, it's okay. okay. I mean, but I see what they're doing. We're establishing something that can become an iconic killer. Yes. Right. Yep. Almost has a opposite of scream thing with the mm-hmm. hood, but all white. Right. Well, it's supposed to be like the angel on the top of your tree. Right. Um, like that there's no face. So I watched that all play out, and this whole time I'm thinking about Justin Long. I'm thinking about what this killer looks like. I'm thinking about, oh, those cools look, the kills look kind of cool. And I finished it, and I was just like, what, what, what was it about again? Let me go back. And I watched it again, and then I watched the actual trailer and watched the story <laughs> play out. I was like, oh, this looks fucking cool. This is yeah. a fun idea. So it's basically, it's a wonderful life for a horror film. Have you ever seen It's a Wonderful yes, Life? Yes, yes. Takes place in Seneca Falls. Mm-hmm. This place takes this takes place in Angel Falls. Mm. This is it's a Wonderful Life is about a guy who you know feels like if he hadn't been around, people in his life would be much better off. Mm-hmm. He gets to a point where he's so down, right? He wants to commit suicide. He wants to jump off a bridge. Yeah, and he just he makes he talks about. I think a star goes shooting down, right? And he he wishes doesn't wish. wish, but he basically says like if I wasn't around, everybody would be fine, right? They'd have a great time. Goes back home and nobody knows who he is mm-hmm. because he goes into a world that doesn't exist. Yeah. And through that movie, he learns that he was very important to people's lives. And it's got the wholesome thing at the end and, and all of this. Very um how do you make that a Charles horror? Charles Dickens. Yeah, how do you make that a horror film? Well, you make it so the holidays are happening. This girl at the you know stops this killer who was one of the well known people and says, I think he's the mayor. Yeah, he was right? the mayor, yeah, yeah. 
of the town who's going around killing people. She kills him and stops that from happening. Mm-hmm. A year later, she can't get past it. She's dealing with, with all that trauma. We talk about that. PTSD. I love that. So she's dealing with the trauma, and she sees other people dealing with the trauma too, people who have died. And she thinks to herself, if I'd have only known it ahead of time, I could have stopped it earlier, people would be much better off without me. Mm-hmm. And so it happens, right? Mm-hmm. Not shooting star or, or Borealis. But I love how, like in the trailer, you see immediately going back into town. No one knows her. But I love the, the shot of the town. Back. The shot of the oh, town yeah. with the aurora borealis over it. It's so iconically yeah. like Christmassy, man. It's great. Yeah, dude. And so <laughs> like the yeah. Santa Claus or. But it's yeah. a it's a wonderful life. They don't know who she is, but the killer's back. She never stopped him. Yeah, and so he, yeah, and it was never stopped. So he's continuing. So to kill. she realizes so there's probably gonna be all kinds of people she knows that are dead now. And there's her and there's her thing too, right? She realizes people's lives are not better with her around. Not around right so it's that same thing but in a slasher movie yeah i was like okay i like that because number one yes they're taking things we're familiar with but man did they turn it on its head and Mm -hmm. for me that's kind of like like happy death day something like that see i've never seen that i never had any interest give it a shot yeah you think it's that cleverness it's that okay this is cool and then you have fun with it because it's a fun film it's not like a serious like horror Horror movie yeah yeah, it's fucking fun okay okay but yeah, that's what it, this reminds me of. Is it gives me that flavor of like, ooh, this is cool because she knows who the killer is now, yeah. and she yeah, has yeah. to try to stop him and get people to listen to her. But no one knows who she is. She's a stranger in this town. Yeah, you Why crazy girl you who just in? came in out of the woods, man. What this the guy fuck? who's the best person in our town, this mayor, he loves our town. Why he would puts he on kill this people? Christmas celebration every year. Yeah, he puts it on. Why would he be going around killing people? I can't wait to see that, dude. I'm just again, Justin Long and his mannerisms and how soft spoken and jolly and cheery <laughs> he is in this movie, with dude. The big old teeth. Oh God. Oh, looks good. Yeah, I'm in, be dude. Good. I'm in. It should be good. I'm in. Cool. So there's a couple go. Of things out right now I want to check out. Exorcist. Totally killer. Uh, that's Amazon a, Prime. That's streaming. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's already streaming. Yeah, that one I want to see. Yeah, the new Exorcist movie. I heard Five Night at Freddy's wasn't that great. Really? Yeah. So I no longer want to see that. I have access to it on Peacock. I'll probably watch it just to watch uh, it. Yeah. But for, yeah, I wouldn't go to the theater. I feel like for me, dude, I've already saw Willy's Wonderland, and because of that, mm-hmm. this is going to lose its kind of ooh. That's kind of a cool, you know, whatever concept. Yeah. And. I mean, this one doesn't have Nick Cage, so I know. I know. Even though has, the bastard doesn't say a single word, it already has something going wrong for it. I you know. know what I mean? I know. Oh, he doesn't have to say a word, dude. When he's dancing, <laughs> he's dancing in the kitchen and stuff. Oh, oh man, we playing the pinball machine. That picture you showed me the other day, how he was dressed on stage. <laughs> he's so awesome, dude. He literally looked like Arnold Schwarzenegger in the Terminator. He's the kind of guy like if we legit reached out to and had a decent script he liked. He'd go sign up to I, our film. I'd be afraid to work with him. I wouldn't. I'd, if you've read Seth Rogen's book. I'm sure. Oh, man, dude. That'd be, I, I don't know. I would love to interact with that. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. Could you imagine getting Nick Cage for a project? Could you oh imagine that? Oh, my God. That? That'd be wild. Stop. Just stop already. I can't deal with it. Could we get him on the show? Would he come on a small podcast? I don't know. He, I, feel like that'd be a top, I feel like that'd be a toss-up with him. Yeah. It either because he has to do it serious and go and do like the press junkets and do what. Well, right now he well, can't. Yeah, well, that's the thing about having anybody on the show right now. I don't know he, how he can that talk works. about past stuff. We could have him come on and talk about like Renfield. Well, I don't know because I saw something the other day where somebody did an interview with Arnold Schwarzenegger and they were trying to get him to do the quotes and he gave the quotes because he said, you know, I, I'm not supposed to promote my movies, but those movies don't need me to promote them. They promote themselves. So. I don't know how all that works. So I'll be back. Yeah, yeah, basically. Yeah, like his famous iconic lines. 
So I don't know how any of that works. Get we have somebody who's in the union. Up. We could ask. Yeah, yeah. He might out. know. Is he allowed to come on? I don't know if he he's even allowed to come on. Hmm. That's the thing. We should ask him. Yeah. Just ask if he's allowed. If he is, let's get him on. Yeah. Because uh, Barbara Crampton, not Crampton, um, what's her name is promoting their short film? Yeah, to Linnea Quigley. Linnea Quigley. Yeah, I don't know. So it should be allowed. We'll see. I don't know. Uh, that's typically how these shows end. We peter out. Yeah. Yeah, because we got nothing more to say. All right, goodbye, everybody. <laughs> no, uh, we have some movies to watch. Yeah, That's yeah, fun. I got to catch up on one today too. I got to get that the, the rest of the library the rest of the week updated so that our 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 video club members can access them. Somebody reached out wondering about one of the movies. Did they? What they say? Uh, Midnight Hour. They're like, where the fuck did you guys watch this? I can't uh, find this anywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I should have dropped it in. There. I don't. I don't have it on that. That. Thing. Yeah. So I, I said, it, full things on YouTube. Yeah, get yeah, on there and stream where, it. That's where I found it. Yeah. And I, so. and I think the copy we have is a YouTube copy because it like legit just looks straight up off of yeah. the VHS rip. An old style VHS rip. Yeah, off the television. I mean, it was a made-for-TV movie. Yeah. So, All right, let's get out of here, dude. Okay. That, that was Out of the Shadows taking over Harley Awesome Podcast. That's like uh, Jason versus Freddy, man. We hope you guys enjoy a safe Halloween. Make sure to check all that candy before you eat it. Yeah, you, you don't need to find uh, McDonald's onions in the uh, and thank you to Anthony for being a part of the show this week. We appreciate it. And uh, we'll see you guys next week. Until then, remember, stay awesome. Stay awesome!